0: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now to preview the Super Regionals of college baseball is Ben Upton, host of the 11.7 podcast. You can follow him on Twitter, at Ben 5 So, Ben, as we preview the Super Regionals, TCU and Indiana State. Indiana State was seeded. TCU wasn't. But it's the Horn Frogs hosting the Super Regional in Fort Worth because of logistical issues happening in Terre Haute. They're hosting the Special Olympics, and they say there are not enough hotel rooms to host a Super Regional. So instead, TCU will have home field advantage. As far as betting on this series and individual games, how much of an impact might that have?
1: Well, yeah guys, I appreciate you for having me on again. It was fun last week doing it and you bring up a really good question here um, You know this might be one of the first or second times this has ever happened where a one seed does not host a super regional You may see it sometimes with a two or a three seed um, That's not prepared uh, to go that far in the tournament But as a one seed Indiana State everybody just kind of assumed that they placed a bid to host a super regional now um, when it comes to betting, I mean, you gotta really favor the Big 12 tournament champs that that swept through the the tournament and then go to Arkansas, which is one of the toughest places to play in America, and sweep through that regional. Um, now they get a home super regional against a Missouri Valley team. I mean, you gotta really favor TCU here, playing at home.
2: Yeah, that that, uh, TCU, if you look at the futures market, the number is half of what it is uh, for Indiana State. Ben, when you you look at the reset of the futures market going into the uh, Super Regionals here, what really jumps out to you? It's no surprise that Wake Forest is still your favorite, and then it's pretty tight for the next four or five teams after them. But uh, what do you think is uh, most notable?
1: Are you asking what is most notable as far as, like, the changes that have been made uh, within the week or just a yeah. team or two that, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, just so, whatever whatever comes to mind as far as changes, okay. as far as current value after what you saw last weekend.
1: Right. So, TCU, I mean, I know we just talked about them, but I'm going to double up here. TCU before the Big 12 tournament was 150 to 1 odds to win the College World Series. And, um, you know, even before the regionals, they were still around 75 to 90. Now they're at 10 to 1 just because of how good they've been playing. And it's kind of a, I don't want to say tradition, but it's pretty normal that in college baseball, whoever is hot here will make it to the, you know, College World Series Championship Series. Michigan did it back in 2019. NC State did it in 2021. And then Oklahoma did it last year and when you compare like last year's Oklahoma team to this year's TCU team the numbers within the last 15 games of the season are, are very similar and Oklahoma ended up losing in the college world series championship to Ole Miss but still um you know both big 12 teams that swept through the big 12 tournament won at sec regional and uh they just kind of align pretty good so I would say as far as the, as far as the changes go TCU has climbed tremendously um, you know, and I'm still pretty, like I'm still pretty big on Texas at 17 to one. Who was a co-champion of the Big 12? They've been to Omaha, I think, three of the last four years, and it's just an experienced group now um, that finally has a, a healthy starting rotation. Uh, I, I think Texas at 17 to one has a lot of value there.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm sure Jake will agree. He likes to fade Stanford. What? How do you rate this Kentucky team? I know they're up against it against LSU. LSU has some injuries on their pitching staff. Is there some value on Kentucky, or you know, what's your assessment of this matchup?
1: Yeah, I mean, to the naked eye, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people would say Kentucky has no shot. You know, they're going to Baton Rouge for a super regional. Uh, Paul Skeens is on the mound game one. And, you know, the the normal storylines that you see in college baseball around this time of the year that, like, uh, no way LSU loses a Super Regional. Well, Kentucky did go to LSU this year for a three-game series, and they won a game. They scored five runs off of Paul Schemes and ended up losing that game, but still showed that they could hit. And the way they came out of the loser's bracket in their own regional, um, I think you, you have to consider Kentucky still a contender. Um, just because they're battle tested. Now, when you look at their last 20 games of the season, they did lose seven of the last eight SEC series. Um, so to win, uh, and that's what a Super Regional is, right? It's just the best two out of three series. So it, it's been pretty rare to see them win a series. So that's, uh, that's definitely something in LSU's favor uh, rather than Kentucky.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing LSU as minus two forty five favorites uh, to win the Super Regional at Alex Box Stadium in Baton Rouge. Uh, that that does not present a whole lot of value, especially considering what was it Stony Brook. Uh, that went into Alex's box and pulled off a massive upset, if I'm not mistaken, uh, way back when. So LSU can lose in the Super Regionals at home. It certainly has happened, uh, and it could very well happen again, so we will find out. I want to talk to you about Florida here because uh, they have the second-shortest odds to win the College World Series at 6-1, to tied for second-shortest with LSU. But in the Super Regional against South Carolina, they're only minus 148 favorites to win at home. Do you feel like something might be mispriced here?
1: Yeah, I mean, I do. I um, I think there's there's several or a few of those series that are mis either mispriced or you know the odds makers know something that a lot of us in the public don't know because you could say the same thing about Tennessee and Southern Miss. That's pretty much a pick 'em right now um, on some sports books, and Indiana State and TCU is kind of a pick 'em. Like you know, not too much. I was expecting TCU to be a much bigger favorite. So, but yeah, you're right. Like South Carolina, Florida, um, either it's mispriced or like maybe Vegas is really high on this South Carolina team heating back up and dominating their regional. And I really do think that's going to be the best series, uh, the best super regional of the of the eight, just because you get two teams that are really familiar with each other. Uh, they both have big big star power, and you know the the main thing for me is uh, like i'm a big believer in this like hot and get cold in the middle of the season then get hot again at the end and south carolina kind of fits that right now and you know they they have a lot of potential to go on a run because beginning of april we were talking about them being the number one team in the country because they were just playing everybody good and then they, a bunch of injuries happened but they're getting healthy now so i think south carolina on the road like they're not going to be intimidated by the Florida Gators. Um they'll, they'll be fine.
2: Uh Ben, with any of these series, uh the the way that you believe it's it's gonna set up with the pitching, are there any spots where you could see a team taking game one, but then you would pounce on the other side and then you'd you'd get much better value than some of these current series prices that you're talking about?
1: Yeah. Um I mean I think you could look at Southern Miss as an opportunity to win Game 1, but then maybe lose Game 2 and Game 3. Um, they have an All-American throwing Game 1, Tanner Hall, who we saw pitch a little bit on Monday. I'm, a, I'm assuming since the series starts on Saturday, he'll pitch Game 1. You know, that'll be plenty of rest for him. And, you know, with him on the mound, you really have a good shot at winning that game. And But after that, like Game 2, Game 3, they're going to have to piece a lot of things out of the bullpen and use a different a bunch of different arms. Meanwhile, Tennessee's got two future first-round draft picks going game two and game three as well. So that would be one to look out for. If Southern Miss wins game one, maybe bet the series in Tennessee's favor um, to get better odds there. Uh, Another one would be, like, betting Texas. I could see Texas losing game one to Stanford's Quinn Matthews, who's, like, an electric left-handed pitcher that throws – he pitches really well at home. He'll probably be an All-American this year as well. So, But I think Texas has enough depth on the mound to win game two and game three. Uh, so that's another one I would look at.
2: I can't see the odds because I live in Virginia. But uh, how do you rate this Cavaliers baseball team? I know I asked you about them last week. Um, Are you still feeling like they might have a chance with their experience? They were in the semifinals 2021. They've got great head coach.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I uh, I was playing nice for like to Virginia for a while during the season. I, I, I thought that they were maybe playing better baseball than what their talent level said. But there was mm-hmm. a point maybe two or three weeks ago where I really flipped a switch. And I was like, you know what? This is a confident group. They're very old, like salty vets there on the field and watching the regional and the way that they played against East Carolina uh, and Army and those guys, like their stadium, like their new stadium that they finally got to host in. Well, it's not that new, but like I think it was the first time them hosting since the renovations. Like that place was electric. That place was loud and it was a real home field advantage. So with them hosting Duke uh, in a Super Regional this week, I expect that place to get rowdy. And, uh, you know, I, I expect, like, Jake Geloff and Kyle Teal and those leaders of the team to, like, keep swinging the bat with confidence and producing a lot of runs. So, that's, uh, I mean, I think Virginia is probably one of my favorites to advance to the College World Series out of, uh, out of all eight of them. I really like this team.
0: And I believe they have uh, the shortest odds, from what I'm seen here. some of the shorter, uh, some of the shortest odds, from what I'm seeing, as far as advancing. So definitely the market agrees with you there. I feel like the one super regional that we really haven't discussed at length uh, will be happening in Eugene between Oregon and Oral Roberts. I know how much you love those four seeds, Ben. How do you feel about Oregon v. Oral Roberts?
1: Look, I mean, I love four seeds like to death. I've always like I've, I've been a four seed my whole life. I like to say. But this Oral Roberts team, (laughs) I've been a four seed my whole life. Um, Used to losing a lot, you know, the whole story I could go on for an hour. But, you know, this Oral Roberts team is not a four seed. I know there's a four next to their name, but the amount of just elite arms that they have out of the bullpen and the freak athletes they have in the lineup, like this is a team that if you put a two next to their name, nobody would question it. And. They've won 22 straight games. Like, I know they dominated their conference because it's really weak, but we were seeing Randy Johnson come out of the bullpen, you know, throwing mid-90s with a weird sidearm action. And then you get a closer that's 96 that has balls rising up and in to right-handed hitters. Like, this is a team that, like, not only could beat Oregon, like, they could really embarrass Oregon's team. Now, the thing with Oregon is they're hot as well. They're not really being talked about, but they went and swept through the Pac-12 tournament and swept through that Vanderbilt regional. So they've won a lot of games in a row too. And people like inside the college baseball community on the media side has been down on Oregon, you know, probably halfway through the year because they lost, you know, two of their best arms. And like their lineup was just really hit or miss. Like they had a lot of weak spots there, but like they've gradually gotten better. And like they're playing uh, like championship you know, caliber baseball, in my opinion. So it, it, it's really going to depend on, like, how Oregon's going to play on their home field with the pressure of hosting a Super Regional because I think Oral Roberts will go out there with nothing to lose. And they're going to play their style of baseball. They're going to be fast. They're going to be, um, you know, throwing strikes on the mound. And I I don't know. This one, I, I mean, I see Oral Roberts as a slight underdog um, on – I don't. you guys are – is it – Who's your uh, sportsbook sponsor? I'm sorry.
2: Oh, BetMGM.
1: BetMGM, okay. So, yeah, I was uh, I was looking at a different one there, so I don't want to say their name. But, um, you know, I'm sure BetMGM has, you know, the kind of similar odds there. But I think Oral Roberts is definitely worth a shot to play to win the series because, just because of how deep they are on the pitching side of things. It's something very rare in the mid-major level to have this, these caliber arms.
2: Uh, what about Wake Bama? Uh, I saw it a bunch of sports books that I was looking at this morning. They don't even have a series price uh, posted here. Any thoughts on the series and uh, how have things gone since uh, Bama had uh, fired Brad Bohannon? I mean, we could do a whole other segment on that whole situation and, and what's happening with college baseball there. But uh, anything on Wake Bama?
1: Yeah. Um, Wake Forest is the best team in the country by far. And it. I know people are going to want to say, like, oh, Arkansas, Florida, Vanderbilt, LSU. Like, no, like the SEC bias has got to stop. Like, this Wake Forest team is the best team in the country by a pretty good gap. And they – I think they set a record for the highest run differential in a regional. And obviously the regional wasn't that tough, but they did have a really good Maryland team with two or three All-Americans. So – When I look at this series, and you're right, like you can't really bet on this series just because Alabama has been taken off a lot of sports books. But when you're watching it, I think you're going to see Wake Forest come out and want to prove themselves against an SEC team for the first time and, you know, just show like, hey, we're the top dog. On the flip side, there has been this number one overall seed, not being able to get to Omaha, not being able to win a national championship, um, you know, Story that I mean it hasn't happened since 1999 where the number one overall seed has won a college world series So like history says that Wake Forest is going to slip up at some point. I don't expect it to be this weekend I-, I think Alabama's a good team But they don't have the star power and they don't have the experience that this Wake Forest team has so and, and the starting rotation completely favors Wake Forest I think Wake Forest's top three starters are all better than Alabama's number one. That's my personal opinion, but, like, that's just kind of what the stats say. I, I, I really think this Wake Forest team, like, could break the curse of the number one overall season win it all.
0: Good stuff, Ben. Thank you so much. Ben Upton, host of the 11.7 podcast, and you can follow him on Twitter at Ben underscore Upton 5. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Some young standouts have taken center stage in Major League Baseball. How we should bet on rookie of the year futures. That's coming up right here on the BetQL Network.